I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The new year brings new opportunities and new challenges for low-wage workers in Thailand. On January 1st, the country's minimum wage was raised to 300 baht, or about $10 a day. About 10% of the workforce in Thailand is made up of migrant workers from neighboring countries like Myanmar, Cambodia, and Laos. They should be eligible for the pay bump if they can prove they're in the country legally. And as Bruce Wallace reports from Chiang Mai, Thailand, that just got harder. A rutted dirt track runs between rows of raised bamboo huts in a makeshift camp about half an hour east of Chiang Mai. Residents gather around a communal water tank to wash clothes and dishes. About 300 people live here, almost all of them from Myanmar's Shan State, a five-hour drive north. The camp is set in a field between two blocks of new townhouses. The people in the camp are building the townhouses. Sai Tung Jai lives at the end of a row of huts. He moved here from Shan State about two years ago. He got a work permit soon after he arrived. Thailand has offered these to undocumented migrants on and off since the early 90s. He says his employer dropped the ball, his permit expired, and he missed the December 14th deadline for nationality verification. Right now, I'm really confused. Because my work permit's expired, I'm basically illegal. If the police find me, will they arrest me? Will they send me back to the border? I don't know what to do. He's not alone. There are around two and a half million migrant workers in Thailand. About three quarters are from Myanmar, also known as Burma. Most are manual laborers, construction and agriculture around Chiang Mai, fishing and factories elsewhere. Less than half of them met the December 14th deadline that would make them eligible for the new minimum wage, national health benefits, and schools. For the million-and-a-half workers who didn't meet the deadline, there's confusion. It's been reported that the Thai government will extend the deadline, but at the same time it's been threatening crackdowns and deportations. Nong Phone pours concrete at a construction site seven days a week. Since her work permit expired earlier this year, she hustles between home and the site. She's afraid to go anywhere else. A couple months ago, immigration arrested seven people from her work site. She says she was too quick for them. (laughs) Andy Hall, a migration researcher and worker advocate at Mahadol University in Bangkok, says that giving migrants a way to work legally is good. The process in itself, in theory, is a good process to legalize the work because it's an original process which we haven't seen anywhere else in the world. In practice, though, Hall says corruption reigns. Government agents demand kickbacks and funnel applicants to private, unregulated brokers. He says a process which should cost $30 can end up costing closer to 500 three months' wages for a typical worker. The Thai Labor Ministry didn't respond to questions about these points. Thai business groups, the Myanmar government, and international workers' organizations have pressed for a deadline extension. The promised crackdowns haven't materialized yet. In the past, Hall says, similar crackdowns have opened up an extortion bonanza. Every country has the right to define its borders. Every country has the right to deport people in humane conditions and deport them back to their country of origin if they entered the country illegally. Uh, I don't think most people have a problem with that. But what we have a problem with is using this context to extort and to undermine the rule of law. Thailand's policy is evolving as the region prepares for the planned 2015 economic integration of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations. ASEAN, as it's known, is a European Union-style collaboration between 10 countries. Integration will make moving between countries easier for some workers, although mostly in highly skilled jobs. Jackie Pollock, who directs Chiang Mai's Migrant Assistance Program, says there's no question that ASEAN Union is a positive step, but it probably won't directly benefit the low-skilled workers her group helps. There is more of a sense growing 
of being part of a region. Now in the schools they're teaching about ASEAN and they're teaching ASEAN languages in the schools, which was unheard of 10 years ago. So I think children now will grow up with a more of a sense of being an ASEAN-ite, um, and that can hopefully only be a good thing. For the moment, though, many are just focused on cementing their identity as legal migrant workers. For The World, I'm Bruce Wallace in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Get a first-hand look at the challenging living conditions for some of those Burmese migrants in Thailand. We have a slideshow at theworld.org.